and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And this is our weekly show where we find some weird shit we found on the net this week and present it to you in an easy-to-digest, one-after-the-other-style pattern. Woohoo! Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's some weird stuff we found on the net and we're sharing it because it's funny or tragic or... Generally weird. Generally weird, or maybe even heartwarming. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Well, I prefer the death. I prefer the heartwarming. It's a bit of a grab bag, isn't it? Yeah. Seagulls, we'll start with this one, could be alien spies sent to gather evidence on humanity, UFO expert claims. Mm. Right? And this is not just any so-called expert. Nick I've, Pope. Made, I've made my feelings clear on so-called quote, experts over the course of the shows. Nick Pope, the closest thing you could arguably call a UFO expert, the man worked for the Ministry of Defence as head of their UFO office. He knows shit that... He's a real-life Mulder. He's a real-life Fox Mulder. He, he thinks pigeons are... He thinks UFOs. seagulls could be an alien species sent to Earth to gather evidence on humanity. This is on Why is there a picture of a, a pigeon, then? That's a seagull. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, isn't it? <laughs> this is along the lines of the birds aren't real conspiracy as well, isn't it? Yeah. I guess so, except instead of the CIA doing it, it's... Yeah. Birds aren't real. You haven't heard about that? No, no. Well, I've had a few pet birds, and I'm pretty sure they're real. It's complicated machines, Pete. The compliment, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, not when I blew those pigeons' heads off. They were complicated <laughs> machines. They were pure animal fucking blood guts the lot. There are hopes that I've think snared think and skinned of, were animals just like them. Think of Terminator birds. Terminator birds? They're a, mm. a, a living polyalloy cosy doing a synthetic human tissue? No, I've destroyed no. some birds, believe well, me. Maybe they were fake ones. <laughs> I have. I, I have. have you ever um, set fires or pissed the bird? Because <laughs> that's the McDonald tree ad for serial killing. Only oh, yeah, a couple of times <laughs> last week. <laughs> No, in my younger years, like, you, you have a two-two rifle and you fucking shoot a bird. And I've never, I've never shot a bird. I've shot rabbits. I've never, never had the urge to shoot a bird. Yeah, just birds are just fucking always, like, around, weren't they? <laughs> rabbits were a bit harder to find. Birds, you could just find them. Be in your back garden and see a bird like that. What about a target or a bottle, mate? Yeah, the boring the can. Move. Well, you need to set up an elaborate series of I'm, strings. I'm not saying I condone it now. I'm nearly 40 years old, and I do believe that all animals and life forms are precious, and I wouldn't do it now. He's not he to ascend. When I, was, <laughs> when I was 16, 17, I didn't give a fuck. But it, it would only be like... I wouldn't, I wouldn't get no like little sparrows or... Or robins, or it would be like nasty, dirty pigeons. <laughs> the flying oh, rats. <laughs> That's all I'd go for. You were the scourge of the winged beasts. I wouldn't kill birds now. It's something I did as a kid. But yeah, they definitely ain't robots. Right. Well, birds aren't real. He claimed that besides stealing beachgoers' ice creams, they could pose as a much more sinister threat by collecting data and evidence for an advanced alien race. Nick said that aliens may be using the birds to watch over us and report back the secrets of our civilization to their mothership in space. I mean, do you think he's just like 
either A, going a bit mad. Yes. Or B, he's like trying to one-up those crazy bastards on Ancient Aliens. Because he does appear on that show occasionally. Uh, do you think he was like, he's just trying to one-up them? Like, well, if, you know, seagulls, they could be using something like seagulls to keep an eye on us. But they you could might be. find it was a flippant comment like that. Yeah, but they could be, you don't know for certain. Nick said... Squirrels could be as well. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, ninjas. Well, he reckons, uh, quote him, if aliens want to hack into and control a living organism or construct a drone that's a perfect mimic... It would be best to choose something ordinary and ubiquitous, like a seagull or a housefly. Something you wouldn't pay much attention to, perhaps. But all the time, it would be spying on us, recording everything and sending information about us back to the alien homeworld. Ants. So next time you move to swat that fly, watch out, you might inadvertently start an interstellar war. Oh, my word. Oh, shit. Well, that fucking wasp I killed the other day was fucking big mm. enough to be a, an alien monitoring probe the expert added that if aliens were monitoring earth they'd be doing it up close and personal and seagulls would be a way for them to get crystal clear images and recordings right under our noses they continued that this is all quotes you know this isn't just me paraphrasing this is quoting nick pope any civilization capable of getting here from other star systems undoubtedly has technology that would seem like magic to us and one possibility is that they might be able to implant a living creature with tiny cameras and recording devices and then control its thoughts to position it anywhere of interest. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. A related alternative would be to construct drones that are indistinguishable from an animal, a bird or an insect. It sounds like science fiction, but it isn't. Well, I suppose it isn't because, you know, you can see stuff on the internet of... Tiny little insect-sized drones mm-hmm. that spy agencies allegedly use, and if that's the stuff they're showing you, what else have they got? Mm. Yeah, you yeah. know they've got them smaller. Remember that the stealth bomber and stealth fighter were flying for years before they were public knowledge. So there we go. But are they using seagulls to spy on us? No. Nope. Probably not. Not seagulls, anyway. Obviously, seagulls was just something that he mentioned. He was mm. saying they are using them. I think they'd be that high tech that they could just be, you know, cloaked and watch us. Mm. Or they'd be as small as a flea, even smaller. Or they'd probably just tap into our fucking CCTV if they wanted to. Oh, that's also a valid point. Uh, Mind you, no sound on CCTV, is there a lot of it? If you want to hear that your average human put... Oh, my God. Tap into your Alexas. Oh, yeah, they just tap into our phones. It'd be easier. Our phones. You know what I mean? If they've got the technology to get air and shit, they've got the technology to yeah. do that easily. Yeah. So it's better than listening to what fat Trace is doing in Blackpool, feed, eating chips and getting pissed, isn't it? I don't know. She's all right. She's all right, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that sums up. What's this one, then? Oh, from the, the sun in the USA. Deadly game. Teen dies after friends took turns shooting each other with body armour on as two arrested. Well, isn't that just going to happen anyway? Oh, just... my fucking God. They were shooting bits. All right, then, Pete, you were shooting a few birds back in the day. Mm. These kids have turned on each other. Yeah. See how good this uh, armour is. Christopher Leroy Broad Jr., 16, was allegedly shot and killed in a Florida residence on Sunday by his friend, 17-year-old Joshua Vining. Florida boy. Of course it's in Florida. Of course it's in Florida, you're absolutely right. 
Police reported Broad Jr. and Vining were taking turns shooting each other while wearing a vest containing body armour, according to local ABC affiliate WPDE-TV. Broad Jr. later died at the hospital. Colton Whitler, 17, was also there and was reportedly arrested for providing false information to police about the same incident. Uh. Whitler first falsely told dispatchers that my house just got shut up, my friend got shot in the chest. Isn't that, uh, I mean, it's, it's clear that his house hasn't been shot yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, no, they shot each other. You do find this asking a lot. People tend to do this a lot. I've seen Russian soldiers doing this and it ended up being fatal. Stupid, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, you just need to put it through first, that's fine. Like, yeah. They're piss at each other. It's like, mm. It reduces your chance. I'm a family guy, but I wouldn't try and reenact it. Yeah, that's it. Reduces your chance of a fatal shooting, but it doesn't stop it altogether, does it? No. No, and then you've got your concussive impact as well, which is pretty nasty. You know, remember they've got to hit the plate. Yeah. You know, so that's dead centre of the chest if they're using an older body armour. It has ceramic plates in it. Mm. So it'd be front and back, sort of dead centre over the chest, covering the heart and the lungs. Silly, silly, silly boys. Yeah. Yeah, about a lot, don't. It's not something, you know, they get this stuff, oh, you know, in the place where guns and ammunition are ready available, people get bored. Yeah. What can I do? I find my gun. You've got to put a vest, let's see how that works. Yeah. Not just hang it on a fucking tree like any sane person would want to try it. Eh? Oh, there's no fun in that, no is No fun there? in that, no. Oh, well. Wasted life, innit? Yeah. Yeah. But Darwin Award worthy. Oh, yeah. Okay, two women impregnated by trans inmates saving life for double killing. How the fuck did he manage that? Uh, before he went into prison, I imagine. <laughs> no. Isn't no, it? No, no, no. no. Oh, two female prisoners. Two female yeah. prisoners have been... Ah, uh, oh, I got you. So, the identity of a transgender inmate responsible for impregnating two female male prisoners at Edna Mahan Correctional Facility is now public. And one of the mothers is likely will never be able to raise a child. Jesus. Tragic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mind you, she is pretty nasty. Who's pretty nasty? The one who would want to raise her kid. Yeah, so a, yeah. a, a letter from a prisoner at Edna Manhan, is it Manhan Correctional Facility identifies two pregnancies and the trans inmate who impregnated both of them went to the the letter went to the New Jersey 101. Is that like a radio or a must be 101.5 New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey, New Jersey. <laughs> All three are at a state uh, women's only prison. Their relationships were consensual, even though sexual contact is not allowed. So obviously he had a cock. So what was he doing in there? Well, he's identifying as a female. If it's a women's only prison. He's that's, where, that's the way it is, isn't it? Where it's, things like this are stupid. We don't know, unless it's on the how far he is down the transitional route. I mean, if he's just identifying, then surely that shouldn't really be enough, should it? I don't know. I mean, what if he's... The fact is, like, oh, I want to be some of that hot prison pussy. Some hot he's prison tang. Of, he, he's got to identify before he's gone in because they're not just going to put a, a man in a, in a woman's oh, yeah, prison yeah. and then they're going to go, yeah, oh, true. you've got to be a woman. It, it, it. So it can't have been some, some convoluted plan just to not, not to get bummed in prison. Potentially. So one of the pregnant women named in the letter has no release date and she's only eligible for parole in 2104. Wow. Damn. 
She's convicted of murder and a felony murder, a double killing of a Hudson County couple. They were killed in a carjacking and the other pregnant woman was 20 years old and set for release in 2027, so not too far away. No. The transgender woman at the centre of the controversy has been publicly identified as Demi Minor. Is that the main thing? Yeah. Minor. Minor? Yeah. Minor, 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 whatever. It'd be minor. She spoke to New Jersey.com through a volunteer prison advocate, an app called JPay. JPay, probably. <laughs> I think. I've no idea. It's probably some app prisoners use to talk to people on the outside, I imagine. Yeah. Minor is set for release in 2037 and is not uh, eligible for parole, according to uh, the State Department of Corrections. So she's not going to be a, a very good daddy then. What, what, mommy? What do they do if you know? Do they still like go forward with I guess treatment the, if you're in? It's consensual, I, I guess. In certain in Texas now, you, I don't know. But this is New Jersey, isn't it? So I guess there's the abortion option if it doesn't go too far, or the kids are just be put into care and fostered and adopted. I guess if their uh, mom's in jail, I guess that's the way it works. Oh, so Minor told uh, NJ.com that she, she's undergoing hormone therapy and she's also reportedly requested to have her testes removed. A bit late for that. Mm. I know, yeah. But she still likes having sex with women. Well, she got two women pregnant. Oh, yeah. She obviously still likes having sex with women. She might see herself as a lesbian. With the penis. Mm. Yeah, the penis thing is well, it's still got it. It's no other way to do it, is there? That's why I said menor. Cause well, there is other ways. You know what I mean? If you've still got, the, if you've still got, if you've still got a penis mm. and you want sexual gratification, then you're going to use it. I guess. Well, some of the guards have labelled her a predator. Mm. Well, let's see how many more she gets pregnant. <laughs> Madness. She gets pregnant. Well, shouldn't she have her own sort of? You know, set on her own, no? Well, that's... Yeah, but then you're isolating her, aren't you? Still mix on, you know, your, your association on, time. What, what's, your, what's your stance on, like, these transgender athletes, right? I know where you're I, going. Because I, 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 um, I, I'm still kind of with, like, I'm sorry, she should be in a men's prison. She should be in a men's prison. If she's still she's... got the dong, yeah. stick with the men's. Yeah, that's that's. And when that's it. done, when when she has the testes off, when you are off, you try it back to the woman's, and that makes sense, I guess. The trans athlete thing, I don't really agree with, but it depends on the sport. I mean, I know there's a trans athlete in MMA who is like used to be in the U.S. Army and is built like a brick shit house for a woman, and she's cracked women's schools before in the ring because she's bigger, stronger. Because she used to be a man, <laughs> so she therefore has more testosterone. She's taller, bigger. You're right. Yes, it's been reduced, but it was still a lot. She's still more of it there than has ever been in her opponent's body. Yeah. So, in that scenario, no, because she's doing serious injury to these women that they wouldn't usually receive in a, in a fight like that. So that goes again to. Say but at the same time, if the woman wants to fight you, then what's the problem? Yeah, but that kind of goes along with what I'm thinking that. She should be in a man's prison. Yeah, until she's... If she's still got the dong. Anatomically. Yeah, I guess so. 
if it was the other way around and she she was fully transitioned, maybe they're not in the men's prison because prison. she's going to get brutally raped within about thirty seconds. They need to do a transgender prison. Mm, no, they're just going to stick him in whatever they, they identify as, I guess. Mm. It's the easiest way to do it. But if um, they still got a dong, they're still. But they're not meant to be a clear man. Remember, they're not meant to be having sex anyway. So you've also got to look at the security and the. Uh, observation of the inmates here haven't you because he shouldn't be having sex with she shouldn't be having sex with two women and getting them pregnant because they shouldn't be having sex mm. whether it's consensual or not they should probably the same pregnant. in the men's prison but well yeah except it's usually a, pretty, a bit more unwilling in that scenario and they can't in some cases mm. Mm. luckily they can't get pregnant in the men's prison I guess that's the issue here yeah? if this headline is meant to cause sort of a debate like it has done, but there's probably a lot more. Well, there's always going to be fucking going on in prison, whether you're a men's prison or a mm-hmm. female's prison. There's always going to be fucking going on. It just so happens that this female inmate still has her intact working male genitalia, mm-hmm. and if it's there, you're going to use it, aren't you? Well, Regardless of whether you she's identify as a pretty. female or not, you're going to use what you've got to give yourself pleasure, aren't you? She's not very pretty, is she? To be fair, she does just look like a man, 100%. Well, there's the undergoing hormone therapy, so... Or maybe she was... Probably got a fine set of tits. Maybe she was targeted by these women who, you know, A, thought that getting pregnant might be a, a way to get a reduced sentence. Could be. Yeah, yeah, Or perhaps. B, you know, give them something on the outside, maybe. Or maybe, just, maybe they just wanted a dick. Yeah, and without yeah. contraception. There's no contraception in a prison, be, is there? Maybe they fell in love. Maybe they did. Maybe it was a love. Maybe it was a throuple. Maybe. See, contraception would be freely available in a male prison, but it wouldn't be in a female prison. Because what need would it be in a female mm. prison? Oh, that's a valid point. But you would Would you get it in a male prison? I reckon no. so. Because they know it happens. So rather you get fucking not aid, got AIDS and shit. I suppose once you get someone in with a, a VD who. An STD who does who is gonna start fucking, then you've got an issue, haven't you? Yeah. So you'd find, I'd imagine there will be a, a readily they supplied. Did they slip it into the cells or like something? Because wouldn't you? So you wouldn't know. You'll probably, I'm gonna need a condom, please, boss. <laughs> you'd probably find there'll be like a place you can just go and grab some condoms from without any questions asked and. I don't like, know, is it? I don't, I, I have I don't no know, idea. A bit like the sex health clinic, you can just go there and buy the condoms, can't you? Maybe you there want. is something, it would be to prevent the stuff of STD, but then again, they're not supposed to be having sex, are they? So maybe it's like, well, you're not supposed to do it, so take the consequences. If you get AIDS, it's your own fault. It's a possibility, maybe that's the way of thinking. Because mm. you're not supposed to be doing it, are you? Yeah, we move on then. See, yeah. I'd say I've researched it, but I really don't want to research that. There <laughs> <laughs> are condoms available in prison. Uh, <laughs> no! Oh, what's this then? Man's girlfriend chatted up by ghost who texted her after trip to haunting hotspot. A 40 year old man from Teesside has been carrying out his own research after his girlfriend received the cryptic texts. Following a spooky trip to York, a city known for its ghostly happenings. <laughs> or she just met a guy there. Oh, there's a ghost, is not A ghost sexting me. Yeah. You can't believe that. A man said his girlfriend has been contacted by a ghost after the pair paid a spooky visit to a haunting hotspot. The 40-year-old man, who wishes to remain anonymous because he clearly doesn't get off on being a cook, 
said that he visited an area near York with his partner and afterwards she got a spooky text. As Teesside Live reports, the messages came from the man's phone. Oh, so he's just lying then. And he could think of no other explanation as to how that happened other than the haunting. Oh, he got pissed and forgot he sent them. <laughs> I love you. Or well, she texted it and she's just fucking with his head. Yeah, probably. The first text asked the woman to call back later and the second bizarrely contained a cryptic message that the man later deciphered. Wow. Because he wrote it. <laughs> We are in 4M2Z4MB. In other words, then, this is an invitation to a swingers party, isn't it? Or a gangbang. Or a wife-swapping thing. This is the room we're in. We're in the IMV, which could be at the Hotley Hotel. That's that's where we're invited. Oh, yeah, we are invited. For naughty to... I don't know. I don't know. Could be 24M, the room at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I think the you're man... reading into that a bit, yeah. lads. Yeah. <laughs> Something for nuns bareback. <laughs> <laughs> the man said, when we were in York, I took a photo of the corridor in a pub leading the toilets because I thought it looked creepy. There's nothing of it. Then I sent it to my girlfriend so she could see it. At 1.48 the next morning, we both received a text from my phone saying, can you call back later? I hadn't sent this text, obviously, because I was asleep. So we're both really confused as to where it came from. I think it may have been from the haunted pub we visited earlier in the day. <laughs> uh, so the we are in by NV, 4M, 2Z, 4MB. He googled those numbers and he came up with an equation created by German scientist Armin Huckel. <laughs> the fuck? The Huckel formula <laughs> using 4N plus 2 is a calculator of molecular orbits on electron systems. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. <clears throat> Why well, can't tell you that maybe he was drunk texting and fell asleep and didn't send it or send it to the wrong thing. Hey, but how did he come up with a Huckle formula? Well, he googled the numbers and he came up with the equation. Oh, well, he's pissed. Or no, he, no. Or he, he, was, he, he was just trying to type something. And just happened to be the Huckle formula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a bit looser. It's, it's 4N plus 2. He's got... Uh, we are IMV 4N 2Z 4MB. Yeah. It's hardly... It's, it's got a couple of similar numbers and that's it. I still think it's four nuns bareback. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that. Could have been his subconscious texting his girlfriend. Throwing <laughs> a bollocks. <laughs> what the fuck is this story? <laughs> Ghosts are sending texts now, that's what it is. It's probably just a fault in the fucking system. It's a Roman soldier in York, or a Viking. He's like trying to work out a fucking iPhone. Trying to text someone, he's fucked it up, hasn't he? He's accidentally stumbled across the Huckle formula. (laughs) By coincidence, it happens to be the Huckle formula. Nah, I'm not buying it. Smells like bullshit. Well, load of crap. Well, he's, the man is clearly very suggestible when it comes to ghosts, isn't he? So anything to explain is like ghost, ghost, must be a ghost. Oh, my wife's cheating on me. Who knows? Okay, moving on. Ecology professor theorizes the Loch Ness monster may just be whale penis. What? Just floating around? It must be. It wouldn't it decay? If they're saying that picture... thing was alive, obviously. If they're basing it on that picture, that picture was debunked as a fucking toy anyway. It was, yeah. That's the professor's photo. I think it's the professor's photo or something like that. 
Either way, that one is a fake, the one they're using in the article. It's a famous one, isn't it? Yeah, the famous one with the neck sticking out of the water. Michael Sweet, who is a professor in molecular ecology at the University of Derby, recently <laughs> suggested on Twitter that Nessie is not a monster, but just a whale penis. I have to explain that spit there for Mike, who Mike is not a forest fan. Derby <laughs> are their rivals, you cannot see. No one can see Derby without Mike spitting. <laughs> Sweet said that many of the sea monsters' stories reported by the explorers were inspired by what they told. Tentacles and foreign appendages protruding from the water... But while many observers would have assumed that the appendages breaking the ocean's surface may be part of something more sinister lurking beneath, Sweet said in many cases it was just whale dicks. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice though to be a whale and just hop and onto the surface and just, just get your dick out above the waves and give it a wave? We've got pictures of whales doing exactly that. Yeah. If wouldn't you want to have a look. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> just... As a whale, just flopping your dick out above the surface and giving it a wave about, and then just rolling back over. I kind of do that when I'm in the bath, to be fair. <laughs> there you go. You can see how that does look a bit like the neck of Nessie, doesn't it? When I'm in the swimming pool, too. I normally <laughs> Is that why you're not allowed in the swimming pool? Yeah, yeah. How's the whale got to the lock? That's what I'm questioning. Yeah, I was going to say, what what's the le- whale doing in Loch Ness? And I'm sure they won't like the salinity mm. of the lock. And then, yeah, because even if it's going to be a school of whales in the lock, which I'm pretty sure would have been seen. But what he's saying about um, like back in the day when people are on, on sailing ships and they see this pink yeah. whale dick that looks like a tentacle emerging and they say, like, oh my God, it's a kraken! Well, it's not, it's just a whale dick. I can see that. <laughs> but now it's kind of took the fun out of the whole sea monster thing, hasn't it? But did so, people, oh, it's just whale dicks. Did people not have eyes in the old days then? Because surely they'd have just seen the whale underneath it rolling around and then... Not in the dark. How would they see the whale dick then? They'd hear the splashing, so they get a lantern. Yeah, I don't know. a pink tentacle flapping about it. I don't know. Maybe they just thought that was the body of the beast underneath, you can say. Whale dicks are pretty big. Better clear the waters. I don't think, I don't think I'd think it was a kraken, though. <laughs> the tentacle of a kraken. That's what they're saying there. He's got to suck the foot out of Kraken, so has he? You know, now he's just unleashed the whale dick. It hasn't got the same ring. <laughs> unleashed the whale dick. Oh, well. Nice little happy one to finish off. The Ukrainian service dog who found 150 explosives during war is a very good boy. He is Aww. indeed. And he's gorgeous as well. Little Jack Russell. Oh, Little brown and white Jack Russell, a little bit like Frazier's dad's Jack Russell. Eddie, yeah. A little bit like Eddie. He's even got a little tactical vest on as well. A little yes. body armour vest on. And it says Nagpo on it. Well, I don't know what that uh, it's means. It's Patron but... in Ukrainian. That's his name, Patron. Which means something else. You'll get to it. So meet Patron, a very brave boy who is tirelessly working to save lives in war-torn Ukraine. Video footage shows the Jack Russell Terrier enthusiastically searching woodlands to search in search of landmines and other explosives. The two-year-old service dog is given fresh cheese, is given fresh cheese at the end of the day, which makes it all worthwhile to him. Oh, dogs love cheese. Patron, whose name means bullet in Ukrainian, has done such a good job that his country foreign minister gave him a special thank you on social media. In a tweet featuring a photo of the dog, 
department said Patron is a service dog in Chernihiv. Chernihiv. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. He was discovered 150 explosive devices in Ukraine since full-scale Russian invasion began. Patron works closely with the miners to make Ukraine cities safe again. Thank you so much for your service, the Ministry wrote in a tweet with a photo of Patron. Ah, oh, bless him. Yeah, and they said he's a good boy. He is, he's the goodest boy at the moment. <laughs> he's doing a very good job. I hope he survives. He's found 150. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, man. He's a cute little thing. Yeah, we just watched a video, didn't we? Yeah. I don't think he looked very keen. He looked like he was half-hearted. His tail was <laughs> wagging. He was happy. He's in cheese. He, he, was exactly. He was looking to know that he'd get paid in cheese later. <laughs> yeah. How simple life would be just to be paid in cheese. Yeah. And, and really, not realise that you're risking your life. <laughs> that's true, he has no that's another thing, he has no concept. But like you said, he's too small to set up the mines. He's too small to set up the mines, yeah. They require a certain pressure and the Jack Russell probably doesn't protect he wouldn't set up an anti set mine if he put all four paws on it. So yeah. But he's still he's doing a, a very good job. Aww. There you go, happy news. Yeah. A kid won't step on the landmine because bullets found it. Yep. And on that note, I'm going to say, I've been Ben, thanks for listening, and watch out for seagulls. I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out, may the force be with you. My friend Claire, don't impregnate your inmate. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Pete, salute to Patron, aka Bullet.